I'm just going to, over the next 25, 30 minutes, open up the pages of the church and just let you look inside. You're going to see stuff and learn stuff and discover stuff about us. You didn't even have a fat clue. Been coming for a while. If you're new to the house, you just walked in for the very first time, you're like, cool, that's great timing right there. I'm going to know a whole lot about this church and the first time I walk in, amen. If you're online, you're checking us out, trying to see if you really want to come here with these weird people. Hey, I'm going to encourage you to come, all right? Be weird with us, because <laughs> you are. Uh, so I'm just inviting you to come with us, all right? So today, I think it's so important today for the church to know the church. The church is the church, right? If the church is the church, why shouldn't the church know about the church? Hey guys, this is Pastor Tommy. Thanks for joining us today at the church at Bushland. Man, we pray that your faith will be encouraged and inspired from today's message. Maybe seated church. Mm. Thank you, worship team. But well, we are blessed with our worship team. Mm, big time, amen. I'm gonna come a little bit this way. So welcome this morning. I want to welcome our online church, and literally we have a church, and you'll see this in a little bit, uh, online, and they're faithful, faithful, faithful. So good to see each of you this morning. So today um, is the state of the church, okay? I give it each January. Uh, I kind of stole it from our country. Uh, the president used to give, or still does give, a State of the Union address, and that is the intent of that was to tell you as a president where we are as a country. I'm not sure that's exactly what's happening today, but that was the intent, okay? Uh, but, but I thought if a president can give the union, the state of the union address, the pastor ought to give the church state of the church address. Not in every, you can go to a lot of churches today and worship and jump and dance and have a great time and hear a great word. And then over years go by, you're like, you know, I don't really know that much about this church. You know, I don't really know that much at all about this church. And like your friends were asking you something about the church and you can't even really answer anything about the church, but you go to the church. And that's kind of weird, honestly, you know? I mean, if you ask me about my family, I'm not gonna go, my family. What's my wife's name? <laughs> Melissa. That's not, I mean, you see what I mean? That you just, you ought to know about your church. And so what this is, this is as transparent as you're ever going to get at a church. I'm just going to, over the next 25, 30 minutes, open up the pages of the church and just let you look inside. You're going to see stuff and learn stuff and discover stuff about us. You didn't even have a fat clue. Been coming for a while. If you're new to the house, you just walked in for the very first time, you're like, cool, that's great timing right there. I'm gonna know a whole lot about this church and the first time I walk in, amen. If you're online, you're checking us out, trying to see if you really wanna come here with these weird people. Hey, I'm gonna encourage you to come, all right? Be weird with us, because <laughs> you are. Uh, so I'm just inviting you to come with us, all right? So today, I think it's so important today for the church to know the church. The church is the church, right? If the church is the church, why shouldn't the church know about the church? Why shouldn't it know the church? I, I don't think you should ever get the answer, I can't tell you that, at a church. If you ever ask a question and they say, I can't tell you that, you might want to run. Now, there's some confidentiality stuff that you might ask me, and I'm going to tell you, I can't tell you that, all right? But that's just in that area. But as far as the church, this is what this is. 
And I'm going to open up the pages of last year, 23. I'm going to let you look at it from everything, man. All right? And then I'm going to set a little vision at the end uh, of where we're headed. All right? So let's jump into it. People love this uh, service, and I love to give it to you. So first stat I want you to see for the state of the church in 23 were new families. All right? New families, 62 new families joined our church in 23. All right, y'all give those families some love, all right? Some of you are out there, all right? That's 62 families that joined the church. Now, for us, when you join the church, it, it's, it's a little different than maybe some places. Uh, we just have a piece of uh, paper, cardstock paper, and, and if you feel like this is where God's leading you to come and join and put your roots down and this become your church home, you just simply ask one of my pastors or at Guest Connect, hey, we really feel like we want to join the church, and they'll give you this little card. You just take it, and, and you can fill it out while you're here, or you can take it home, fill it out, bring it back. But once you fill that out and turn that in, then Cade, uh, our connection pastor, uh, Cade's gonna set up a one-on-one with you, whether it's coffee or lunch or breakfast or something. And we just like to get to know you. We like to hear your story, all right? And uh, I'll send the letter to you on behalf of the church, welcome you to the church and things like that. But we don't, we don't bring you down front and stand you up here and if y'all want to receive these people, raise your hand. If you don't, raise your hand. And you're like, golly, there's more that way. And I'm like, we don't do any of that, okay? I'm not saying it's wrong. We just don't do it that way, okay? We just feel like that if God calls you to a church, that's enough. Man don't need to vote on that. God trumps man. That's how we feel. And so when God calls you here, I, he pours concrete around that, amen? And this is your church home. And these 62 families that joined us in 23, I want to say thank you. Thank you. And welcome to the family. Amen. Welcome to the family. So those 62 families make up 143 individuals, right? 143 individuals uh, were added to our church membership, okay? Um, and, and let me say this to you as well. So one of the things that we do as a church, we have what's called membership tracks, uh, and we do those about... I don't know, six, eight times a year. It's a Wednesday night. There's one coming up on February 7th, all right? You can get a ticket online uh, to register for that. If you're kind of checking us out, you want to know more about the church, you're not real sure about it, but you kind of like it, but you're trying not to, but God keeps saying it's cool and, and that kind of thing, you can come to that, to that membership track on, on the 7th of February and, and meet with me and my wife, Melissa, Kate will be there, and we're just going to talk about the church, and then we're going to let you ask questions, okay? And it's just our way of just kind of opening up the church to you that we can't possibly do on a Sunday morning. And, and, and so we got childcare for your kids. You drop your kids off, you can have adult conversations. And if you want to stay four hours and us tell your kids that you're still in a meeting, we'll do that, okay? Because sometimes you need a break from your kids, all right? But we won't keep you that long, but you can hide that long. All right, so, um, but what I'm saying is that's a great way for you to come and we make that available for you if you're looking at or going down the tracks to membership, okay? So that's February 7th. Uh, I hope you jump in on that. So uh, another stat, baptisms. We love baptisms. This is total baptisms for 23. 67 individuals were baptized in 23. Y'all give that a hand. That's good love there. So here's a fun fact. Y'all like fun facts? So I didn't know this until I started doing these numbers. That 67 is the exact number we had in 22. 
It was like the 68 person this year just got told no. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't even know how that happened, man. So they had two years in a row, 22 and 23, had exactly 67 baptisms. I don't, we did not mean to do that. We're not that sharp, promise, all right? All right? Trust me, all right? But so here's, here's an interesting thing too. So in, in 22, when we had 67, uh, a stat that we keep up with here at the church, uh, I love to keep up with it, is baptisms of people over the age of 18 years, okay? So you're over 18 years or older, uh, baptisms, that's adult baptism, because a lot of churches don't see adult baptisms. They just don't. And, and, and when you see adult baptisms, that don't take that lightly, man. You gotta be in a really powerful, spirit-led, presence of God, powerful, spirit-moving church to see adults baptized. Because to, to get some hard-headed, stubborn dude to admit that they're lost and need Jesus, they're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know that? And when you're not fine, and everything around your life is screaming, I'm not fine. But man, when, you, when the Spirit of the Lord falls on a house and God just comes and takes over the airspace, you see adults saved, Okay. And we don't, do, we don't do things to make this stat that I'll show you happen. We just, we just have church. We just have church, man. Now, we have marriage retreat and women's retreats and, and, and men's retreats and things like that. But for the most part, we just have church. And these baptisms that you're going to see, they come from church. They just come from worship, from church. And so that's what makes it sweet. So in 22, like I was saying, there were 67 all right. When I showed that to you uh, in, in 23, about 22, there were 67. Over 18 that year in 22 were 12. That's pretty incredible. So, but let me show you the number this year out of the same 67. This is 18 years or older uh, this year. You set it up that well, too. I set that up big. There you go. Over 18, 33. Y'all give out a hand. So basically, half of our baptisms were adults. Find that church. That's hard to do, man. That's a big deal. Now, we're doing it. You don't realize that. People would say, man, we have a lot of adult baptisms here. Yes, we do. Right? But you don't realize you had that many. Right? That's incredible, incredible, incredible. And that's a credit to you as a church and as the power of the Lord. Man, that's beautiful. So uh, baptism 67, over 18, 33. Let me get the small groups, small groups, total small groups for 23, 56. Man, we have a small group all over the place, all right? That 63, I mean, that 56 is up from 22, 133%. That's a huge spike in a number of small groups. Mark doing a great job with that. A lot of our small groups, um, are just regular small groups that we've had, but many of our small groups have come in from Freedom Ministry. Uh, many of you are doing Freedom Ministry, did it last semester, doing it this semester, but small groups. We have small groups all over the place. We have small group Roasters Coffee on Georgia, Friday morning, jump in on that. We have, roast, we have small groups all over the place. We have Pickleball small groups, okay? Let me give a little love for Pickleball. One of those adult baptisms, okay, this year, came after Pickleball. Played pickleball, got saved. You think God's not in pickleball? I said in the first service, I'm not sure they're getting saved after the golf game. Seeing a lot of clubs in places I'm like, what's that club doing over there? You know, so I'm not, I don't know, I'm not dogging golf. I'm just saying, 
You play pickleball, got saved, man. So let's give some love up for pickleball. And we got two courts right behind me. So it, that's a small group for you too. If you want to kind of ease in the small groups, just come play pickleball. Talk smack. Kate talks a lot of smack. Tommy doesn't talk a lot of smack, but he can handle you talking smack. <laughs> it's kind of the Jesus in Tommy. He's like, just keep talking. You're losing. <laughs> you know. So he doesn't have to talk smack, okay? You just look up and he wins, okay? That's just kind of what happens. So uh, total group members in those uh, 56, this is total people, individuals in small groups. 387, that's a lot of people in small groups. Okay, and you're gonna see in a little bit when we talk about people that come on campus on Sunday mornings at the church, we have probably as we probably have close to half the number of people on Sunday morning that are in small groups. That's a big deal, folks, because small groups are so neat, man. They're awesome. Because you can come here and stay lost and kind of not get engaged. But when you get in a small group, that's beautiful. That's church. I love that. Okay. Uh, small groups are important. Sunday mornings at TCAB. Here's what's going on while we're in here in big church, okay? Uh, first stat, preschoolers. This is the average preschool on Sunday mornings here on our campus. I promise you, all right? 50. If you're looking for something to do, you're bored, I got you, all right? 50 preschoolers while we're in here in big church, in the nursery, in the preschool area, we average around 50 kids in there, okay? If you see a, a nursery volunteer, a worker, hug your neck. If they like, why are you hugging my neck? <laughs> 50 preschoolers on average. Well, I'm hugging your neck, okay? So beautiful ministry down there. Melissa Huff does a super job, her and Renee and that team down there. Uh, next stat for Sunday morning is kids. Kids on Sunday morning, this is the average of kids, 68. That's first through fifth grade, uh, by the way, uh, on Sunday morning. How about giving the kids in preschools a little love for Sunday morning? That's a great job by the kids. Uh, on campus, on Sunday mornings, on campus here uh, at the church, on campus, 692 is what we average on campus uh, in here on Sunday morning. That's a beautiful number. You saw that compared to the number of people in, the, in life groups, uh, or in small groups, you can see how I talked about almost half or more in small groups. And then online, that's a big deal for us. Many people watching online this morning. Here's our online average on Sunday morning, 323, like another whole service online. So like we have a nine and a 1030. Basically, we have three services every Sunday morning, but one of those services are online, okay? And that's a big deal, man. We've got... You wouldn't believe the faithfulness we have from people that watch every single week at 1030. And many of you, while you travel in the fall chasing football or vacation in the summer and all this other stuff, I mean, there's a lot of times that, that, that TCAB, that online services at, I mean, the RV park in Red River, they're all gathering around and watching. People don't even know, they don't know Bushland from anywhere. They just, they just sit. So that's beautiful, man. I love that. And, and let me give a little love to the online. Online, we call online, uh, it's like a church for us. And it is a church. It's like another service. I mean, there is a group of men and women that volunteer in for our ministry team that makes that happen. All right. And can I tell you something? They are awesome. Okay, they're doing it right now. They're doing it in that broadcast room, okay? And folks, listen to me. If you want a place to volunteer and jump in, that's where we need you. That's where we need you. You say, well, what's the qualifications? Brushing your teeth. Can you brush your teeth? If you can brush your teeth, you can work in the media team, 
okay? I promise you. You said, man, I can't do all that techie stuff, okay? But here's, here's gonna, they're gonna help you. So make a note of this. February 25th, last Sunday in February, they're gonna do a luncheon over in the youth building, and then they're gonna come over here, okay? After the second service, they're gonna do that lunch, and then they're gonna come over here. And you're gonna get to sit up there, all right, and, and work a camera, and Brett, our son, in the broadcast room is gonna talk to you. They're gonna teach you how to do it. They're gonna walk you through sound. They're gonna, they're gonna show you all this stuff. And I promise you, to sound of my voice, first service and this service, there are people sitting out here that need to be on that media team. They do, man. You need to make this other church happen. We need you. And if we get, a, we get some more people at that meeting that volunteer, all you have to do is work a camera one Sunday a month. That ain't bad. It's not bad at all. But understand something, what kingdom you're doing, the kingdom impact that that service is having outside the walls of this church. So February 25th, we'll feed you, and then you come over here and play with the toys. Can't beat that, all right? You'll love that, all right? But I love our media team. Thank you so much for the men and women that make that happen. Uh, we're grateful to you. And uh, again, February 25th, write it down, all right? Uh, next one is Wednesdays at TCAP. This is Wednesday night. At TCAB, let's look first at preschoolers. This is the average preschoolers on Wednesday night uh, down in the nursery area, 45. Again, got 50 on Sunday morning, 45 on Wednesday night. So a lot of those are coming back. Again, if you don't have anything to do on Wednesday night, just totally bored to death. They'll put you to work. Okay, beautiful time down there. Uh, kids average on Wednesday night. This is first through fifth grade. 89 is what Katie has with her uh, first through fifth. And then look at the youth average on Wednesday night. This is Jordan's team here. 108 is our students at sixth grade through 12th grade. They meet, a lot of people don't know. So behind this building is a red building. That's the children's building. The next building is the new building, the flex building. It's got the pickleball courts and all that stuff in it. And then the building to the west, all the way to the west, uh, that's the youth building. That's where these kids meet on Wednesday night. But that team of adults, and there is a wonderful team of adults uh, that work with Jordan back there with our youth. So proud of them. So our total on campus uh, on Wednesday night, 242. I gave that before it popped up, didn't I? All right. 242, that's what's on the campus Wednesday night. And trust me, the parking lot is a drop-off parking lot largely on Wednesday night. And so you feel the pain on that, okay? Because many of you are dropping off are parking and running your kids in and then you're getting to your life groups. Uh, but that's what's happening up here on Wednesday nights. And we have groups meeting all the time, but I did want to give you the Wednesday night group uh, for sure. Uh, next team I want to brag on is the giving team. A lot of people love this stats right here. Uh, for those that really, really like numbers, here's some good numbers. Those of you like graphics, I mean graphs, that you're really into graphs and charts and stuff, got one of them for you too, all right? Uh, see? It's always some. That's always some. I love that. All right. So this is the giving team, very important uh, team in our church. This is the octane that drives everything. Okay. This is what makes all the stuff that you see happen. All right. Without the giving team and the faithfulness of the church, you can't do much, man. You just can't. And so this is uh, this is all that the giving team did. So one of the things that I track real close. Uh, as a senior pastor, is what I call giving units. Let me explain that a little bit before you see all this. So giving units are families, are individuals that uh, are part of the giving team. Now, that individual may represent a family, okay, 
or it may just be the family, or it may be a single person or just an individual person that's part of it too. But anybody that's giving, okay, family or individual, they make up the giving team or the giving units, okay, at our church. I watch that very closely because if you're at a growing church where your income is growing, you need bad to make sure that your giving units continue to increase as well. Because if you're giving units or are not increasing with that, you're, that, that's not a good sign, okay? And what sometimes can happen, a trap for a pastor is that, that the money continues to increase, but the giving units drop off and you become kind of dependent on several different people that have a lot of money to support the work of the church. Well, guess who the pastor starts hanging out with a lot? The people that have money that are giving, all right? That's a bad trap. I'm not saying that people with money are bad. I'm just saying to you that one of the things in competition for worship uh, is money. And mammon is always a trap. And pastors that chase or coddle the tithe or tithers, that's never good, okay? Promise you, all right? What I want as a senior pastor is, I want my church family and the giving units to continue to increase as the numerical money increases as well, because there you have health. You have a lot of people that have skin in the game, is what I say. It's got buy-in. They love what God's doing here, okay? So when, I, when you see these numbers, I want you to see that and know that about our church. So our giving units for 23, this is the number of giving units, families or individuals, is 510. That's a bunch, man. 510 families or individuals are a part of our giving team. Now, put that in perspective. In 22, last year, this stat, 510, that's up 18%. 18% increase in one year in the number of people in our giving units. That's a big deal, man. I need y'all to give that some love because that's big, all right? That's a really good stat for our church. And I pray that continues to go through the roof. It just continues to increase. Uh, so this is total ties in giving. This is, this is all the giving, uh, total ties in givings that came in. Remember our budget uh, is 1709 last year, okay? And uh, this was the total given by you as a church uh, last year. 2,092,458. Y'all gotta give that some love. Uh, that's wonderful, all right? That is a 21% increase over 22 a year ago. That's a big increase. And I have to tell you, everything's high. Everything, okay? I know gas is good. I can't figure that out. But gas is still good, all right? But, but everything's through the roof, man. And people are grinding right now, man. But God and the church are faithful, faithful. You continue to be faithful. He continues to be faithful. And, and that is, man, I just love you for that. Love you for that. Uh, let me show you the manger offering. People love to know what the manger offering is. I usually make them wait a whole month. I'm so mean, all right? Uh, total manger offering uh, for December or for 23, 464,483. Man, that's a big manger offering right there. That's a very large manger offering. And then total giving, that's, the, that's giving plus the manger, all, both those added together. This is the total giving for the church in 23, 2,556,941. Give that a big round of applause as well. So that, that manger offering is up 49% over a year ago. That's a big increase in one year. And it's a tough year, man. 
I mean, it is. And so the total overall giving for us as a church was up 25% over the year 22. Just a year ago, we're up 25%. And, and let me remind you, last year, for the first time in the history of our church, total giving, the giving for the whole entire year, went over $2 million. This year, you as a church gave over $2 million before you ever took the manger offering, all right? That's incredible. And to that, and to the online church, and I said the same thing in the first service, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean that, all right? Just stay faithful because he's faithful, all right? It continues to help us do all that we do. All right, so the visual people and the graphs, y'all been waiting the whole service, all right? Melissa Ponder made you this graph right here, and I'm gonna show it off to you because it's beautiful. So this is a five-year snapshot of the church, okay? This is over the last five years. The dark blue is the basic tithe and giving, okay? The lighter blue is the manger, and then the red dots with the lines connecting them, that's the giving units, okay? Now, you see where we've been, 20. 20 was the wonderful year of COVID. Uh, it was bad for our nation, okay? We took a bump in, in 2020. But I can tell you this, we as a church did not get hit like other churches. And that is a credit to you and to our faithful God, okay? We saw a hit, but it wasn't a big hit, okay? So we came down a little bit in 20, but then we started back up in 21. And then we went up again in 22, and then this year, we just sat around and drank Red Bulls, I guess. I don't know what we did. <laughs> I don't know what we did. But we just went crazy, all right? We just went crazy. And I'm telling you, that is a beautiful graph for the church. That shows nothing but health. We're not just tracking money, but we're tracking giving units. And the giving units are keeping up with the, with the overall giving. That is a very healthy sign for the church. It's a very healthy sign. And it's a credit to all of you as a church, okay? I am honored to lead you as a pastor. That is a beautiful job by the church right there, okay? Beautiful job as a church. And, and I want you to see that. That's a five-year snapshot. What we do every year is we just drop, we drop the left side and add one more. And we keep that five-year average. We look at that five-year snapshot. Listen to me. Y'all know this. Numbers, we're not chasing numbers and we're not standing here today you know, showing off or making a big deal about a church and all this. No, we're not doing any of that. What we're making a big deal of is, is of God. We're making a big deal of his faithfulness and his goodness as a church, okay? I mean, numbers mean something to God. I mean, there's a book in the Bible called Numbers. Man, figure that out, right? Some of y'all are like, there sure is. Right? What there really is, all right? So what I'm saying is, I'm not this analytical pastor that crunches numbers and spits out formulas and gets rid of people when the numbers aren't right. There's a, listen, numbers represent a soul, a person that Jesus died for and God created and he calls him fearfully and wonderfully made. Numbers are important. They are, all right? But they shouldn't drive it. The spirit of God and the Holy Spirit is the most important thing he chases a church. But, and, and that's what we try to do here but you gotta see the health because my desire for you is if you need a little bump in your faith, your faith meter's a little low, you need a little bump, may this give you faith, may this, get, may this help your meter, knowing that God is still moving, doing great things, all right? Let him show you his goodness, okay? And if you're not a part of the giving team here, to be, to, so you're not a part of that, 
man, isn't it fun to win? Jump in. Jump in and be a part of that, okay? That's good stuff. So let me say a couple other things, and then um, I'll get you out of here. So we as a church have a couple channels on, uh, on uh, YouTube, and, 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 and we need subscriptions from you guys. We, we have channels, two of them, and, and I wanna give it to them. So, so like YouTube for us as a church, if you, typed, if you went in and just looked up the church at Bushland, we, those subscriptions, and you have subscriptions to other stuff. One of my nerdy ones is I have weather uh, subscriptions. Just the truth. It's one of my little side things, okay? I like long-range weather stuff, okay? Weird. Some of you are like, I didn't know that about him. That is, that's what I do. And so one of my subscriptions on YouTube is about weather. His name is Pal Ponder on Weather. Just commercial for him. No, I, but so I'm... If you went on and, 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 and registered and subscribed for the church at Bushland, that's how, that's how you watch us through the YouTube, on YouTube. And, and so those numbers for us, it, that, that number is 243% increase in our subscribers on YouTube as a church. 243 over the previous year. That's an incredible increase, okay? So if you're not a part of that, jump on and do that, okay? You wouldn't believe what that does for us. It gets us things and gets us places that nothing else like that would. Another channel on YouTube is what we call TCAB Clips, okay? Now, they're a lot of fun. He said, well, I can't listen to the whole message. Well, TCAB clips are little, little just nuggets, little clips of the morning message. Some things I say that are real profound and some that I don't say that are, <laughs> where'd that come from? Right, but, but they're little clips that we use throughout the week. And what's beautiful about these little clips, okay, is you can send these and share these to friends. And there's a lot of people that have come and joined our church and become part of our team and become part of our church here through the clips by somebody sharing them. They watch it and they're like, Pastor, he, he, he all right, I'd check him out. Right? And then you know what happens if you check us out? Some of y'all came to check us out and you've been here 12 years, right? That's what happens sometimes. You just gotta get them in there. So that, that, that channel that we launched, the, the, the TCAB clips, we launched that in the fall of 22, okay, so about a year and a half old, that, that is up, those subscriptions for TCAB clips, that's up 999%, like huge, right? So if you're not a part of TCAB clips, jump onto that and then share that and share that and share that because that right there reaches, that's getting the gospel out, man. There's enough bad through it. How about some good through it, amen? So get it out there. Couple of things real quick. I mentioned the three people that joined our staff January 1st. We have three new pastors that came on our staff. I want to mention them again. Jordan McCormick, um, he's our youth pastor. He came on January 1, doing a great job. Love Jordan, love his heart. You got to hear him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if, you, if you didn't catch that, go back and look at that and listen to that. Nick Immel, Nick grew up in our church. Nick's a great young man. He is our, he came on our staff. He's our associate worship pastor right beside Pax. He's side by side with Paxson. You'll see him lead a lot. You've seen him lead already, but we, we love having Nick on our staff. And then last week, we got to hear from our mission pastor, Tiago. Uh, he and his wife, Nina, they, they, they're from Brazil. They came to the States to study uh, in Dallas at, at Christ for the Nations. And then they graduated in December. And uh, we, we, he joined our staff. He's gonna lead an after-school program at Mesa Verde. 
Uh, it's our church on the northeast side over on 26th. And so we're excited about that. Spent the day with us Friday, me and Tommy and Tiago and, and Alan, the guy that does the Sunday morning over there. We had lunch together and then Tiago and I and a contractor and Tommy all went over to the church, spent a couple hours walking around, looking at stuff. But we're about to get that off the ground inside, get that school rolling. We believe that's gonna be incredible, make an impact over there. The nations are just all over that place. Right? And we love that side of the church uh, and all that God's doing over there. So one more time, give all of that a round of applause for all that God did in 23. So if you have your word, I wanna go to the word real fast while we wrap up. When you go to Proverbs chapter three, so people always ask me, hey, Jeff, does, does God give you a, a verse or a word for the church each year, and yes, he does. There's no doubt, all right? Um, he always gives me a verse, like a word and stuff like that. And so as I got into later in the December month, uh, my mind starts going there. I usually lay out my 52 Sundays for the upcoming year. I start kind of putting my bones together and look at where my series are gonna fall and things like that. And I said, God, what? What's your word for the church? What do you, what do you have for us? What, you know, what verse, man, is us? And, and so in 23, I've spent a lot of time positioning our church for, for, for 24, what God has for us, staff-wise, financially, everything. And, and it's positioned for next. There is something coming for us, okay? There's a next for us. It's not Mesa Verde. Mesa Verde is already ours. And God's doing, is starting to do his stuff over there. And we're gonna all be a part of that. But there's something other than that. And I know that. And I know that because when you look at the money and you look at the giving units and you look at manger, God's like, yes, I'm breathing on this plus. I'm breathing on it. I'm breathing on it. I'm breathing on it. I said, God, what? So what, what verse, man, for the church? And so I'm sitting there one morning. He says, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I was like, God, that's a kid verse. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean on all your understanding, all your ways, not him, evil, drink, bath. We all know that. And I was like, okay, no, like seriously, God, the verse, I think you misunderstood me. The verse for the church, like powerful, wow, wow. My pastor's so cool. Wow, that verse is deep. Wow, the, the Greek and break it down in Greek and break it down the Hebrew. Well, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I was like, you're kind of stubborn, <laughs> you know? And so this went on for a couple of mornings. I was like, God, I'm, I'm talking, man, we're going, but God's good, man. Lead the charge, brave heart. Give me some. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I was like, seriously? He said, here's what I want you to do, Jeff. I want you to write it out, okay, in seven translations. So I went to seven translations, and I wrote it out. When I say write it out, I mean like big chief, write it out. Some of y'all don't know what big chief is. Your parents can tell you later. But I write stuff piece of paper, old-fashioned type stuff, okay? Sometimes I even write in number two pencil. I don't even think you can do that anymore, all right? But, but that's, that's how I work, okay? That's how I do it. So I wrote it out. Uh, we know the verse. 
I wanna read it to you. And I want you to listen to it. I want you to read through it. I don't want you to read it like you already have it memorized. I want you to read it and follow it as I read it to you. Proverbs 3, verses five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. I'm gonna ask you a question. That's what God said to me. I read it. It said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And I said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And he stopped me. He said, do you? And I was ready to go to the next verse. And all your ways not to him, he will rise your best. That's how we read that verse. Do you, look at me, church. Do you trust in the Lord with all your heart? Do you? Do you trust him with all your heart? That he's all you got. He's it. Honey, I don't know how this is gonna work. I don't know about, I don't know, but I know this. I trust my Lord. I trust him. I don't trust him when it's good. I trust him all the time. I trust him. And God said, Jeff, do you trust me? I said, yeah, God, I trust you. You know I trust you. I trust you. We trust you as a church. He says, okay, read the next verse. And that'll determine if you really trust me. I said, all right. And Jeff, lean not. And church, lean not on your own understanding. See, the question of whether you trust God is, that you really trust him. Because I'm 58. I've been doing full, full-time ministry for 35 years. I can manipulate a situation and manipulate people to do the situation and call it God. Or I can trust the Lord and not lean on my understanding, my ways, my thoughts, my actions, my nothing, just eliminate me, just die to Jeff and trust God 110%. And we as a church are, are standing on the cuff, man, of something big. And we've had some great stuff that has happened in our church. It's been big. We've been wowed. I mean, they dropped the keys to Mesa Verde in our hand. We knew nothing. But there's more coming. And God says, here's what I want you to do, church. Position yourself. Trust me. Lean not on your own understanding, your own eyesight, your own ears, your own interpretation. Don't, don't, don't trust in any of that. Just trust me. And when I open the doors and when I show it to you, it'll be a no-doubter, man. It'll be all God. You ever had a no-doubter in your life? Like, whoo, you're like, oh, yeah, that's God. And I was a pitcher in, high, in college, high school and college. When you throw a pitch and you hear the sound of a bat, there ain't no reason to turn around and look. 
As you know, that thing's about to knock the top out of pine trees about 410 feet away. And your catcher goes, oh my gosh. I'm like, sit back down, squat, squat down. Just get the ball from the umpire. What are you doing? You on scholarship or something? I know it went. I heard the bat. You, it's a no doubter. When God does it in your life, it's a no doubter. Nobody, no man can talk you out of what you know you heard God say. No doubt, nobody can talk you out of what God did. You're like, that was just God. That was just God. We're about to have just, that's, that's just God moment in this church. We're about to have a no doubter. No doubt, that's God. If we will position ourselves and we will wait, we'll fix our eyes on Him. We'll lean not on our own stuff, connections or anything. We'll just trust Him. Just trust Him. That God never changes. He's saying yesterday, today, and forever. It's coming. And it's going to be determined on our trust. Will we trust God? I'm going to invite you to stay in church. So here's what I know. Church is made up of individuals. He's never gonna call a church to trust him if he's not first calling individuals in the church to trust him. So here's my question. Online, do you trust God? I'm serious, man. I'm not saying, do you know you can trust him, should trust him. It would be better if you did trust him. I'm asking you, do you trust the Lord? For somebody in this room, you spent most of your life leaning on your own understanding and doing it your way because he's too slow. He's taking too long. He's not doing it like I want it done. He's not doing it when I thought he was gonna do it. And so if you're gonna be late, I'm gonna do it. And it's been a grind and it's been a struggle and you don't have peace because you did it all the time. I'm asking you, do you trust him? So as we worship, this altar's wide open, man. Wide open. See, you won't ever trust him if you don't die first. Just saying. You say, I'm a Texan. I ain't dying. Marble man, woman, you need to come down off your high horse. You need to surrender and give it to him and trust him. Thank God for what he did this year. But position yourself and ask yourself this time, do I trust God? I'm going to pray for us. We're going to worship. If you need to come right here, lay it down. Lay it down, man. Father, we love you. We make much of what you did in 23. You did every bit of that, God. That's you. We couldn't do that. There's no way we could do that. We couldn't do it individually. We could do it corporately as a church. But only if you breathe on it and bless it. And you did, God. You've been faithful, 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 good, good, good. 
But God, the future that we stand and look at in 2024 is all about whether we trust you. And so God, right now, I pray that we answer the question for ourselves, not for anybody else. Just do I trust the Lord? And God, I pray you stir our heart through the Holy Spirit to search deep and ask deep questions. And God, we, we love you, we thank you, and we worship you now. Holy Spirit, speak, move where you need to move in Christ's name. Amen. Let's worship. Hey, thanks for joining us today here at the Church at Bushland Online. Hey, if you were inspired by today's message, we'd love to hear from you. Just drop a message in the comments, or you could email us at info at bushland.com. We'd love to hear what God's doing in your life. Also, man, if there's anything we could agree for in prayer with you guys, just text the word PRAY to 806-557-1800. We believe there's power in agreement um, with the Lord. And so um, if we could pray for you, just do that for us. Um, and if you'd like to connect further with us through social media, uh, just search the church at Bushland. You can find out more things that are coming up here um, and get involved that way. And then if you'd like to plan a visit, uh, we'd love to see you face-to-face. We have services here, 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. You can go to our website, thechurchatbushland.com, and plan that visit, and we look forward to meeting you that way. Finally, man, just thanks again for joining us. Pray your faith was encouraged, and we look forward to journeying with you in the days ahead. So have a blessed day.